as well started recording oh, squad. Oh, great, my friend. Look at your collarbones jutting out like Callista Flockhart in the late 90s. Yes, I'm trying you, to always have them popping out, popping out. You could you could cut paper with those things. <laughs> <laughs> I love to keep snacks in the holes of the collarbones. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> did you like did you lose more weight? No. Okay. Maybe more oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. You have been in an Arctic winter. And this is the first time in a while I've seen your bare shoulders because yes. uh, for our, yeah. our dear listeners, most of the time we do this entire thing naked. Um, yes. <laughs> but for the last few weeks, I've been uh, wearing sweaters. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's because it's been sweater weather. Sweater weather. It's been sweater weather. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I am feeling great. Yeah, I was thinking about announcing a little bit. I have I have announcement to make. You're gonna okay okay. Well, I'm hey. It's it's a it's not up to me. It's complete. <laughs> wow. I am. I, it's not even my announcement to make, but I'm. I'm nervous. I'm nervous for you. Uh, but you, you take it away. You tell our uh, welcome to not in front of my salad, yes, everybody. Not in front of my salad. Hey. If anyone needs, if anyone needs to go to the bathroom, go now because you don't want to miss this. Um, <laughs> maybe you're listening to this on the toilet, in which case you are in the best place because you are gonna shit. Jono uh, <laughs> <laughs> is not being dramatic at. all. All. No, no, no. no this, <laughs> what are you talking about? Drama? I don't. <laughs> I don't know drama. Uh, take it away, Emilia. Go. Oh, you. No, I'm nervous. <laughs> but the second of August will change our lives, <gasps> or someday Why? around that, because I'm having a baby. Uh, yeah. Okay, so we've reached that point in the pregnancy where you can. Yes. Okay. We we will we will. Um, okay. So when by the time people listen to this, the Patreon subscribers will have already heard this beforehand, and yes. they will also hear um, the exclusive moment when you told me yes. beforehand, but we will put that exclusive moment in this episode as well. So you're going to hear it soon. Yes. You're going to hear the moment. Um, in fact, actually you're going to hear that moment right now, but I do have some news for you. <gasps> what is it? I'm pregnant. <laughs> Uh, well, n- no. <laughs> yes, this has to be cut out, though. <laughs> it will be, but oh my god! Can I tell? Yes. Can I tell Nathan? Yes, but this is still a secret. I'm very She's sure. Pregnant. No way! 
<laughs> it's totally a secret. We will tell nobody. I'm not going to tell anyone. So, yeah. Eight weeks. <gasps> so happy for you. Thank you. That's the best gift ever. We're going to be uncle. <laughs> <laughs> This all has to be cut out. <laughs> yes. Well, I was thinking about like, it would be fun to record it, cut it out, but keep the... Yeah, 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 we will. Keep, think, keep I think it, exactly the same in. way as you, darling. We'll put it in <laughs> at the point when you're public with it. Wow. Yes. How did that happen? Oh, well, I mean, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well... When, when a, a man, man and a woman, woman love <laughs> each other <laughs> or don't love each other. I mean, it depends on the situation, yeah. but in this situation. <laughs> okay, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, Elin and Empla. Okay. And then my parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do and Aaron's family like know? Just, yes. Just okay. like very few people very okay. close to us. Does work know yet? No. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. That's why your skin looks amazing. You're radiant. Yes. So eight it's, weeks. So you were pregnant last uh, week. Hormones. Yeah. Have you I've how long have you known? For like five weeks. Oh. Oh my I knew this freakishly early. And we're back. Uh <laughs> But so you told me and Natan. Yes. On it was it was like the day before it was the day before Christmas Eve. No, it must have been between Christmas and New Year's. Right? Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think so because you because I made a joke. Yes. Which everyone just heard where I was like, well, you know, I'm pregnant. And you were like, well. <laughs> There's a thing. <laughs> so you have, it's now February. Yes. Um, almost March. So, so you, you've known since when? Oh, since the beginning of time. <laughs> Talk me, talk me through that because so, I remember you mentioning that you just knew. Yes. So I, and it's not a secret. Me and Aaron have been trying for a long time. Yes, which is so. I'm like I, of all the. I'm sorry to anyone who knows me who has had a baby and got pregnant and is listening to this is like, oh, you weren't that excited from. I am so. <laughs> because in the. I I feel like the entire time I've known you, yes, you and you and Aaron have been uh, trying to get pregnant. Yes, and it's something we haven't really talked about on the podcast because it's a very personal thing. And when it's not, you know, when you're not getting there, I can understand that it's something you don't really want to talk about because, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, and you you two have gone through like so much like about getting your lives super healthy and a lot everything of has, has yeah. been taken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so for, 
for for those listening, when Emilia says she is pregnant, this for me is the I I yeah I have never been happier for someone I know to have received sperm inside their vagina. <laughs> magical, <laughs> magical. <laughs> But go on, you were telling about about the entire, because you've been trying for a long time. Yes. So we were like, like I knew when I was ovulating, like everything was being tested and like taking ovulation tests and everything. So much fun. It's so sexy, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but then just one day I was driving home and my boobs really hurt and I'm like, well, and I also, I was obsessed with getting pregnant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like... Understandably so. Yes, understandably. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to take a test when I get home. I know there's like seven days until my period are supposed to start. But this is weird. Like, this is much more than I usually... Because, like, it's very common that your breast get tender before you have your period. Okay. Okay. And is it, when you say tender, do you mean like just the nipple or do you mean like the whole mammary situation? Yeah. Just the whole breast, like the whole boob yes. gets tender. Yes. Okay. And oh, for me at least. Okay. And okay. <laughs> everything about periods and the female body is just like, well, how is it for you? Is it normal yeah, for you? It's, it's, <laughs> and when it's I was true. a teenager, I was like, I don't know what's normal for me. <laughs> but that's the, the the thing a lot of people don't realize. Men, if you're listening to this, medically, periods and pooping, yeah. um, the, the it's this, whatever is normal for you is normal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's annoying when you, when I was a teenager and I didn't know what was normal for me. And I was like, just someone tell me. Is this yeah. normal? But yeah, so I got home. Aaron went to record his podcast. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to take a test. It will probably mm-hmm. be negative. E- like if if I am pregnant, the test will probably still be negative. Mm-hmm. Because if you take it too early, yep. it will be negative. And I'm like, okay. And then I peed on a stick. And then a few minutes later, there was a... Tiny, tiny, very wake second line. Okay. And then I was just home alone, <laughs> Aaron doing his podcast, so he was not answering the phone for like two hours. Did you try ringing him? No, I knew he wouldn't okay. answer yeah, me. Yeah. So I was just sitting at home thinking like, okay, how can I make the time fly by? Let's mm. open TikTok. <laughs> 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 I, I hey i'm all for it yeah so uh, then he got home and i told him well i i just as soon as he opened the door i came and i was like i did a thing <laughs> <laughs> because he he was telling me like don't don't <clears throat> be taking pregnancy test just because like you're not getting the results you want so don't be setting yourself up for failure I understand his logic. Yeah. Me too, completely. Mm, mm, but when mm. you are psycho in the head, 
you you don't. I am that way. If <laughs> if, if this were a situ- if I were in your situation, I'd probably be. I'd just have a stack a stockpile of sticks to peel. Yes, yes, and I yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and this was the only test I had, so I only had this one to take. Mm. And yeah, so he came home and I was like, I did a thing. And he's like, what did you buy now? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually at that time you had been on a little bit of a um, shopping spree with yes. when it comes to home decor and yes. stuff, which you could say in some way you may have subconsciously been nesting. Could be, mm-hmm. could be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> But yes, so then I took a pregnancy test for like 10 days straight every morning <laughs> and the line just got sharper and sharper and sharper. So Okay, um, so it was like uh, but what what like <clears throat> this is this is me tr- like being an interviewer on a TV show. Yes. When you when you've been trying for so long, mm. had you ever uh, had the line that close before? No, the line doesn't show up unless you are pregnant. Okay, so the you said like the second line that's faint. Yes. The first line always shows up because that's like the test is working. Mm. And then the second line that measures, I think it's called HGS or something, the hormone that you start producing when you're pregnant. I used to know this. I can't remember because I, I, I took blood. Yeah. It's, it's something, HG something. Yes, I can't remember. HG yeah. something. <clears throat> and like it, when you get pregnant, it takes a few days for your body to start to make enough amount so mm. the test will actually detect it. Okay. So if you are like, it's very rare it happens that you can take a test and the second line doesn't show up, but you are still pregnant. Okay. That can happen. But it almost never happens that the line shows up and you're not pregnant. Okay, okay. So by what you're saying, you must have been super fucking pregnant. Like, yes. Like, as in, like, because it sounds like you got it when the sperm was still just multiplying. Yes. It, like, like, you got it, like, literally within a couple of days of the initial. No, uh, like 10 days later. 10 days between. Mm-hmm. But that's that's very early. That's, that's why I'm saying, like, I've known this since the, like, beginning of time. <laughs> So in your, I mean, (laughs) you don't have to reveal too much, but in your mind, do you know, do you think you know the time? Yes, but we were also like testing when I was ovulating. So we, okay, it was like clockwork. It was all very scheduled. (laughs) Is that hard? Yes. Like it gets when you're supposed to have sex. Yeah. Not like as I can Im- yeah, it's, it's not as fun. It becomes a chore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like oh, I'm ovulating. Yeah. We have to do it within the next hour. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I get becomes you. a chore. 
Oh, oh my, my Apple Watch picked up Siri and she, she doesn't understand why I said I'm ovulating. We have to do it in the next hour. <laughs> Dear. Okay. But uh, so, uh, yeah, I've, I've always wondered this because, I mean, I've seen a lot of TikToks lately where people have been talking about like, you know, when people go, you know, we're trying and they make fun of the fact that, Oh, so you're telling me that you're having sex a lot. But what what people don't understand is that for people who are not just basically the strongest um, swimming sperm and a pair of fallopian tubes on legs, you know. (laughs) And also this is the other thing, like when you're not 17. Yes. Because 17-year-olds are the most fertile things in the world. I know. You know also they like, just have to sneeze and they're pregnant, yeah. you know? And also, like, it's hard to get pregnant. Like, it's yeah. it's surprisingly, it, like, it's surprising how many unscheduled and unwanted pregnancies there are in the world. Because the yeah. effort the body yeah. needs to make to actually become pregnant is yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yep. So, yes. It is. It's insane. But except for, and I remember like I used to have a friend who was like a fertility doctor. Yeah. And she said to me exactly what you're saying. Like the human race in a lot of ways should not exist because it is so hard to get pregnant and, and, and all the complications that can happen with childbirth Mm -hmm. and blah, 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 blah. But like the human, she said, with the exception of people who were like 17 to 19. Yes. Because she's like, they're the two years where you just fucking sneeze on a dick and you're pregnant. <laughs> you just you just breathe in the same air as a man and you're pregnant. Yes. Like it is just. It's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and she also said this to me, and I, I hope this doesn't scare you. Um, that she was like. Uh, this was when we're, we'd had a few wines together. She said, but I also get it because 17 year olds are just built to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, they can go without sleep. They, <laughs> you know, yeah. they don't, they don't have ideas about what it is to be a parent. So their kids are probably more emotionally equipped for life because they didn't have this person worrying about everything all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah, but my God, congrats, <laughs> congratulations, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. So you've known since... Uh, since late November, late November. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and your baby's due in August. You're going to have a summer baby. Yes. Be- or if you ever travel to Australia, you're going to have a winter baby. Yes. Oh, I'm getting a call. I'm going to decline it. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> decline. It's it's the six thirty p.m. spam phone calls in France. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Okay. 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 And what have, what have you like? Pretend pretend I'm like an alien that that is doesn't like. What is it like being pregnant so far? Because you're what you're three months. A uh, little bit more. Um, yeah, because you I, wait till twelve weeks before you tell people. Yes. 
And you told our group of friends mm-hmm. in the and oh my god, I had to hold on to that for so <laughs> it felt like forever because you, okay, so you told me and in in the recording that we have, you said that you had told Ellen. Yes. And, and I think Ambla. you told and Embla, yeah, and there two. Aileen does our social media, and Embla we've talked about on the podcast, and she listens to the podcast regularly. Um, but so when we did our our group of friends, when we did our present opening, yes, for our secret Santa. Yes. So me and Nathan knew, Aileen knew, Embla mm-hmm. knew. I assume Ian knew, yes, because Aileen knew, yes. Um. And I was, it, it was so, like, I knew that you were waiting until this, it's like the safe stage. Yes. When you know that it's taken and everything. But it was so hard to not, and and our friend Love got you a bottle of wine. <laughs> I know. It was, it was the perfect gift for me. It was, and it was Matua, which is like the best Sauvignon Blanc you can get in Iceland. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it, yeah. And I was just like, I was waiting for it and waiting for it and waiting for it. And it didn't come. And I think it was, what was it? The week later? Uh, yes, probably. That you posted your little mm-hmm. sonogram. And th- my God, those things are clear now. Yeah, well, this one is very clear. She told me when she was taking it or like doing the mm. sonar, sonar thing. She was like, not everyone shows like, this is a very clear picture. <laughs> Wow. So who was the first person you told apart from Aaron? My parents. And did you wait until you had um, gotten like a doctor blood test? No, I just told them the day after. The day after the the thin line? Yeah, you don't get a blood test. In Iceland? Until on week 12. Okay, okay. Because the the home pregnancy test is just that. Like, if you are mm. pregnant, it will show up on that. Okay. But I went to, and most people in Iceland do, like, I met my gynecologist mm-hmm. on week six. And he he checked the baby to see if it was, like, in the correct place. And so, yeah. So I I didn't want to wait until week 12 just to have a doctor tell me, yes, you're pregnant. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was yep. like, that's a long time for just me to decide I'm pregnant. It's, it's three months. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a really long time. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, okay, so what does it like feel? That. Yeah, I know, I know. It used to be you would tell your parents mm-hmm. and no one else until yeah. three months. Yeah. Because that's the that's the first trimester over. Yes. Yeah. But like what has it been like so far? Have you had morning sickness or um so I've had a really easy pregnancy this mm-hmm. like it's I I was extremely tired. Holy fuck this tiredness. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. I just it was over Christmas. I slept for 12 hours every night, but I still needed to take a nap in the middle of the day because I was just falling asleep. And then over 
dinner, I was like, I'm so tired. I mm. can't stay awake. That was for like two months. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm a pretty social person. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> I can't do anything. <laughs> I mean, it would it just, just, I'm, no one's an alcoholic in this situation, but just the thought of you having to be like, well, I can't go and I can't have some nice drinks at no. a, at a cabin and, oh. and sit up till two in the morning talking to someone. Yes. <clears throat> it was, I yeah I thought I it was it was harder than I thought to be like this extremely tired mm. but I took like a week where I threw up every morning and then mm-hmm. nothing more than that if I just mm-hmm. eat regularly I don't get morning sickness okay and then nothing else basically well my boobs are huge and they are about to explode already <laughs> yes so big and well i they don't hurt as much as they did but they like they hurt i felt like i was a teenager again just getting boobs did it hurt when you got them yes oh okay Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't mm. know boobs hurt. Yeah, they hurt. Mm. I re- I know that like your bones hurt when you grow. Yeah, but I didn't. I remember. Oh my god, I remember mm-hmm. that. I couldn't sleep. Yeah, with the the I pain. I remember that too. Oh, it hurt. But it's, and we're both tall people. Yeah, so, so we hurt a lot. But uh, yeah, the boobs hurt. But they are fine now. Now is have you now I'm in the period where like most of the like the morning sickness, the really tiredness, the hurt boob hurting is getting mm. like less and now there's mm-hmm. like two months where everything is just good and great and then you're like now I'm tired, apparently. Do you at what point do you start to feel it gr- like can you notice it? No. No, not yet. But uh, like I'm on week 16 now. And okay, like, so it'll happen soon. Yeah, week 18, 19, you're supposed mm. to start to feel something. Mm. But that usually like if you have had the baby before, then you start feeling it before because then you just know what it is. What it is. Yep. People describe it as like farts. Internal. Yes. Why? Well, the baby probably does fart. Yeah, but you don't feel that. Okay. It, just the moving. Yes, the moving. Like okay. bubbles. I don't know. I've never been pregnant before. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Okay, here's, here's a question for you. What is something you have discovered that you never realized before and you're like, why didn't anyone tell me this? I've had like so good pregnancy that I don't mean in a negative way, like, yeah. but you know, you know, like, uh, well, one an example is you didn't realize how tired you would be. No, 
but yeah. I knew about the tiredness and I yeah. was like, yes, I've been tired. Like I've been tired. Calm down. I know it's probably very tiring to be this tired. But then mm. when I was this tired, I was like, this is next level. <laughs> <laughs> is it like we couldn't, we shouldn't be able to trust you to drive tired? Um, no. No. Well, maybe sometimes in the evenings. Mm. But it's just, it's like you're so physically tired after doing nothing. Okay. Well, I mean, but on a technical level, you are yes, doing something. Yes, you are doing a lot. Quite involved. Yes. <laughs> but like, because you don't feel that. So you mm. just wake up, like, I woke up one weekend at 12 in the afternoon. <laughs> Or in, yeah, and went, had like something to eat. And then I was like, I could, I could take a nap now. Like I'm, I'm exhausting, exhausted. Wow. <laughs> You're exhausted. And maybe for Aaron, you were also exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you had any like weird mood swings or cravings or? I have cravings. Mm. For really weird stuff. Feta cheese. That is not supposed to be called feta cheese. <laughs> you, you know, and when you said that, I was like, oh, you, you don't have to say it. Natan can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> but feta cheese. <laughs> yeah. And fish. Okay. Because I'm, these are both good things. Yes, great things. And I've never been, like, really into fish. I ate fish, like, once in a while because it's healthy to eat fish. And as a kid in Iceland, you probably grew up eating yes. a lot of fish, yeah. But now I'm like, I eat fish at least two times a week and sometimes for lunch. And I order fish at restaurants if I'm there. Like, I would never order myself a fish at a restaurant. Before, no, I've no. never seen you do that, no. But now no. I'm like, mmm, fish, yes, I can do that. Okay. And chocolate. I think I've eaten my body weight in chocolate. I I think I understand that because it goes down easy. Yeah, and it's quick energy. Mm, it's, yeah. it's like a nice little two-minute boost. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you have experienced morning sickness, I would imagine like just a little square of chocolate can keep you going for a bit. Yeah. No, I just ate a lot of it. And then I was like, oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> have you had any like mood swings or anything? No, but there was a period where my, like, oh, you, in Icelandic, you say like my, my stitch was short, like. It needed mm. less... You're, you had a short fuse. Yes, short fuse. Mm. Like, mm. Uh, it just needed less for me to be, like, annoyed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Now that you're saying all of this, I'm like, oh, am I having sympathy pregnancy for <laughs> Amelia? <laughs> because I have a short fuse at the moment. I'm tired a lot. Um, <laughs> we can say I've that. been eating... I've been eating chocolate and I don't really eat chocolate. 
And it's crazy. I'm just driving home and I'm like, we have chocolate at home. Okay, let's not stop on the way to buy chocolate. We have chocolate at home. Just just get home and then you can get chocolate. Just like, I just have to be like talking myself into not stopping at the next, next gas station to buy chocolate. Wow. <laughs> it's it's become like a like an addiction. Yes. Well, I mean, it, it, there's not a lot of other things you're allowed to have. No. So, <laughs> no. so it works. Okay. Fine. I just eat and chocolate. So I can't remember. Did you go Facebook official? No. Yet? Okay. Well, are you going to after this? Mm. Are you going to do that whole like hold up a sonogram? We're having a baby. Yeah, we're thinking about doing it after the 20 week. Okay, okay. So then listeners of this podcast are going to know before the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, week 20 is in like four weeks, so a month yeah. away. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Crazy. So what made you decide that it was time to have a, a <laughs> an announcement then? Because I wanted to talk about a TV show. <laughs> Okay, go on. <laughs> oh, this is glorious. I I am on the edge of my seat. I want to know like it doesn't I d- make sense. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure it won't, but yeah. yeah. But there please. is please <laughs> there is what? a TV show. On... Is it Grey's Anatomy? No. No. <laughs> is it's... it criminal minds? No. <laughs> It's on Apple TV. Okay. Like the <gasps> Servant? No, Trying. Oh. It's called Trying. And it's British uh, TV show. I haven't seen it. It's great. And, and is it about people who are trying to have babies? Yes. Or it's about okay. a couple that is trying to have babies. And I never wanted to watch it before I got pregnant because I was like, I just can't watch like... I have enough with myself. <laughs> yep, I understand. Yeah. Uh, so this was my gateway into telling about my pregnancy. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. okay. But this TV show is great. It's so funny. And it's, yeah, I would recommend it. <laughs> What's it called? Trying. Trying. Oh yeah, because oh, we're, you know we're trying. Yeah. Okay, okay. And are they are the characters like of a similar age? Yes, they're in their late twenties, early thirties. Live in London. You are, and they live. You are very, gonna be yeah, thirty soon. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and you know, women of your age. <laughs> <laughs> they yes. I have a friend, Olaf. She had a baby at 46. Yes. And of course, yes, there's risks. But she told me that the one thing, because she also had had babies, she'd had two babies in her 20s. Yes. Like one in her 20s, one in her 30s, and then at 46 she had a baby. Um, And she said, you know what? I'd had two kids before and both pregnancies were normal. But the one thing I got so sick of hearing whenever I went for an appointment was every person, the doctor, the nurse, everyone kept saying, you know, because women 
of your age. <laughs> okay, yeah. I get it. I'm I get old. it. I'm, I'm old. Baby, <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but yes. So they're similar age in this show. Mm-hmm. Live in London. Live really close to where me and Aaron lived in London. Okay. So it's a lot of like, hey, this is our bus. <laughs> Hey, we went to that restaurant. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, it's, and, and it's, it's good. It's funny. It's good. It's a comedy show. Each episode is like 30 minutes. I would recommend. Is, is the whole thing out already or is it yes. like just weekly? No, okay. the whole thing is out. Because that's the one thing I find a bit difficult about Disney Plus and Apple TV at the moment is a lot of the shows are like you have to wait each yes. week. And it's I like... Have, I, no, I have no chill for that. I can't. Yeah, I used to. And then lockdown happened. Yeah, I used to. <laughs> no and then Netflix happened. <laughs> like we, we've been... Um, had, there's, a, there's the Apple TV show. Have you seen the trailers for it? The M. Night Shyamalan one, Servant. No. Oh, yes. No, I... <sighs> Uh, yes, I okay. have, but I have no idea what it's about. Okay, I feel like maybe when you and I used to work for the same company, mm-hmm. it would be a show that you and I would watch separately and have good conversations about okay. over lunch because it's mysterious and it's got like, it's got all the elements that you and I both like. Like it's got like, hmm, weird cult. It's got like, oh, what is, is this, does this girl have some sort of gift? Uh, you know, Okay. Uh, um, but I feel like we could have had the entire thing wrapped up in the first season mm. with answers. And now it's the second season and there it's like, we've committed this far. So we have to, and they're half hour episodes. So every week we watch the episode, usually while we're eating dinner and we're constantly complaining the whole, because the, the other thing is, so the premise of the story, which is, it's quite fascinating. And maybe you, uh, it, it's also about baby sort mm-hmm. of stuff, but it's, a, it's a very dark. So it's got this couple, she's like a news reporter. He's like a gourmet chef. Okay. And they hire a nanny for their baby. But the twist in the, you find this out in the first episode, the baby's not real. Okay. So the nanny arrives and then she finds out that she's been hired so that the woman can go back to work because what you've, what you've, I mean, I'm totally going to just, if, if you don't want spoilers, skip ahead three minutes. Um, but basically you find out later in the first season that the mom mm. had like a mom's worst nightmare where she, um, got too overstressed because she was alone for a week while her husband was working. She got too overstressed and she forgot about the baby in the car and it died. Oh my God. Yep. And then she had a mental breakdown and the therapist who could, like she literally could not speak. That's how insanely. Okay. And so they were like, let's give her this fake baby 
like the ones that look like a real baby. Yes. And it will uh, – and then she'll come back to us and then over time we can slowly mm. let her know, you know, this isn't real and whatever, but they let it go too far. And so in the first season you're like, okay, this is interesting, this is interesting. But then the, the, um, the nanny somehow makes the baby real. Okay. No. So it's interesting <gasps> – yeah. Okay. So now I've got you. You're going to watch this show probably. So, and then, but the, what I'm finding, if, if you're going to watch it, don't expect answers at the end of the first season. You're going to find out some things, but not others. Okay. And then where we're at right now, we're halfway through season two. My problem is that I don't know if it's intentional because it's written by the guy who did The Sixth Sense. Okay. You know, it's written by the guy who did The Village. It's written by the guy who did, you know, um, uh, that one with uh, Mark Wahlberg where the trees kill everyone. Um, He's had some hits and misses, M. Night Shyamalan. But I don't know if it's intentional, but in a lot of ways I feel like the husband and the wife who are the main characters in the show are the least likable people. Ever. And so the thing is, I just literally don't care about them. I don't care yeah. what happens to Ugh. them. And it's, and her brother is in it as well. It's just wealthy people in Chicago. And it's like, I don't care about anyone. No. Can you please just wrap this story up? Yeah. I, uh, I hate, I hate when TV shows and movies are set up where I'm like, I don't care about any of you. Like all of you yeah. are spoiled brats. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Mean yeah. people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? This is not fun to watch. And I feel, in some ways, okay. Hashtag controversial thing. People aren't going to like that. I'm going to say right now. I feel like in a lot of ways, this might happen to Carrie Bradshaw in the Sex in the City reboot. Mm, because, yes. well. because Sex in the City, you know, you've told me this before about Friends. You have to watch it with your 90s goggles on. Sex in the City, when you watch it now, you have to watch it with your late 90s, early 2000s goggles on. I feel like in 2021, especially now that we know all the shit from um, Kim Cattrall, uh, I feel like we will see Carrie Bradshaw's character and go, you don't have empathy. No, and um, that's that is like that happens when you watch the seasons. Like Carrie yeah. Bradshaw is the worst character. Like all yeah. of the others are great. So you watch it for Miranda and for yes. K- K- Caitlin? No, um, Charlotte. Charlotte. Char- Charlotte. <laughs> Char- Charlotte. Yeah, but I feel like that's a similar thing, and that is, I I was thinking about this the other day while I was doing laundry, and I was just thinking, what was it that turned me off Sex in the City? And it was Carrie. Yes. Because she's just so unlikable. She is such she an unlikable is, character. Yes, and she's like, oh, I can be mean to everyone, but no one can be mean to me. Exactly. As I, as people were telling me how mean I was, I was wondering, when have they been mean to me? Yeah. Like, when is it my turn to complain? It just, that's it's just something that's annoying me lately. Yeah. Oh, hi, Adam. Um, <laughs> in a lot of a lot of TV shows, but I, um, my God, congratulations on being preggers. Thank you. 
Um, I wanted to, because you mentioned TikTok earlier. Yes. I uh, have spent a lot of time on TikTok yes. in the last months, probably way more than you, because you have a job. Yes. Um, I do not. Uh, and it has, do you know what? I remember when we first talked about TikTok on this podcast and I was saying, <sighs> I don't understand it. I actually, TikTok made it into my last uh, show in Iceland about how I don't get TikTok. I don't understand it. And I made fun of it. TikTok is actually in a lot of ways been a godsend for me since we moved to France. <laughs> but I now have a hundred followers. Whoa. Um, I do, I do, I do, I do. And I thought, because we usually go through like listicles and stuff. Yes. Um, I actually was on TikTok this morning and I was like, do you know what? There's these popular questions that are being asked on TikTok. And I thought we could ask these to each other. Yes. So one of them is, um, what is the worst thing someone has actually said to your face? Hmm. Oh, I never know. What's the worst thing? I don't know. I don't remember anything like, oh. Well, I, I'll tell you mine and maybe it'll jog your memory. Yes. Um, maybe it'll jog your memory because I said it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I remember one time and this is, you know, this is probably something a lot of people who are, are not performers or aren't comedians especially might not realize is that you, for me at least, there's, there's two versions of me. There's the version of me who's real mm-hmm. and then there's the stage me. Yes. And they're different. Yes. They're, would you not agree? They're yes. different people. Yes. They're, I personally would not be friends with stage me. Um, he's fun, but he would be exhausting. Um, there are moments in my personal life where I have woken up the next day after partying with friends and felt like stage me became, tried to take over my life. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, when you get jamviskabit. Yes. And you like party regret and you're like, oh my God, why did I have to be so on last mm-hmm. night? Why couldn't I let other people talk? Um, so, so there's two different versions. And uh, this one time, um, because also as most people who listen to this podcast know, because I have been working very hard on a weight loss journey for yes. the last year, I am succeeding, even though I have now officially plateaued, which means when you are trying everything but can't get those fucking scales to move. Yes. For a month or more. Anyway, um, but, but that's when I moved to normal. Ice, it is normal. It's totally normal. It's normal. It's normal. It's normal. It's just frustrating. Yes. Um, uh, what's more important is how you feel. And I do feel good. And I'm running every day and all that kind of stuff. But there was, you know, a period of time when I moved to Iceland where I basically, I gained 40 kilograms in the space of like three or four years. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a lot of weight to gain. I put that in my stand-up. Mm-hmm. I had a whole joke about how um, I had turned 30, uh, you know, 
I was in my 30s, you know, and um, I had this whole joke about how um, I got fat and I didn't realize it. You know, which actually is something that's funny and it's something that affects a lot of people is like suddenly you go, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm fat. I didn't realize it. Why didn't anyone tell me? Um, And what, you know, the the truth of it is that people probably did tell you when they were like, oh, do you really need another? Um, (laughs) Or your clothing told you when it started to hurt or, you know, these are these are humorous situations. And anyway, I had this whole bit on stage. In Reykjavik, um, about uh, that joke, and it killed. People loved it. People loved that joke. The set killed, and I had this. Um, I call it when you come off stage. It's like a god feeling when you're like, "That was amazing." This is why I do this. I feel on top of the world, despite the fact that in my personal life I wasn't feeling great, and yeah. I wasn't feeling on top of the world. This is. Way before I met Natan, this is like when I was one of my loneliest points in life. Everything, I had been drinking way too much. Everything was spiraling out of control. And I got off the stage and uh, went to go to the bar. And someone who I had um, talked to on Tinder, but nothing ever happened with, um, came up to me and said to me, that was really great. And then said, you did get fat, but, and then patted me on the tummy. We can work on that. He said, we can work on that. And I just was like, oh, and it was one of those moments. I actually had to like, I have some comedian friends from Australia that I talk to about this kind of stuff. I was like, this just... How, how can this be, you know, like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was one of the worst moments for me. Like, and, and it's, it's the thing that if you, if you have ever been a person in this situation where you're like, I'm going to comment on that thing from the comedian on the stage. Remember, we're still people. Yes. And I think what is difficult in this situation, and I don't, now that I look back on it, I'm not angry at this person for saying this, but um, because what I think happened in that situation is that uh, because I made a joke about myself on stage, audience members sometimes feel like, oh, because you said it first, I can also say it. Yeah. And a lot of people in an audience don't realize that I'm a different person up there to what I am in my everyday life. Yes. I don't want, not everything about my life is a joke in everyday life. No. Sometimes I'm a serious person. Sometimes I, I have feelings. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> I know I might look like my skin be made of diamonds, baby. <laughs> but sometimes it's a little squishy ball of fur. that yes. would It's like candy floss. You just get it wet. It's just going to, no. You just get those tears rolling and I will disappear. Yeah. Um, but there you go. So so if you don't have one, that's okay. We can go into the next question. Yeah, let's go. I don't have, I don't think I have any. The next one was, um, so you know what I'm talking about? Like when people go, what's your favorite celebrity interview moment? Um, or well, actually, what is your favorite celebrity interview moment? Do you have one? Mm, no, <clears throat> not on it. 
top of my mind. Okay, so the next one then is um, what is a moment when you uh, – It's I'm trying to phrase it because I've seen it phrased in lots of different ways. When you either – had like a, an insane wealth moment either for yourself mm. or like you were in a situation you're like oh my god you're so fucking rich what is a moment like that not you it doesn't have to be you no because we're not rich people but like a moment where i was at the bar mm. and this guy i knew he was extremely rich Mm -hmm. and I was with few people and and we went into this bar and he was like so what does everyone want and everyone's like oh I will have this and this and me and one other were like um just surprises something good and he came back with a bottle of champagne in Iceland in Iceland at a bar. Like actual champagne. Yes, actual From the champagne, champagne region. Yes, I don't call champagne champagne unless okay. it's champagne. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> but, I mean, minimum, you'd be paying... 50,000? Like, yeah, that's like 500 US dollars. Yes. And it was only for us. No one else wanted champagne. Wow. I was like, yes, this is great. <laughs> I love being here. Wow. For me, I once, uh, so in Australia, I was, I worked as a performer a lot for a company Mm. um, where you, it could be anything. Like I I could be doing stand up, I could be hosting a murder mystery party, Mm -hmm. I could just be like a character in makeup. This one particular event, it was a bat mitzvah which is a female, so you have a bar mitzvah when you're a boy Yes. in the Jewish culture. A bat mitzvah is when you're a girl oh. and you, you're be- you become a woman. Um, so it's basically like a, a 13, 12, 13-year-old's 13 birthday. Yes. So basically it's just, it's a party. Yes. Um, but normally I'm a performer, but my, so the boss of the company Um, I was also doing some admin work for them Mm -hmm. and he came to me and said, okay, I've got this huge gig. I know all who I'm going to get doing what, but I need someone who can just be like the event manager for the performers. Can you do it? And I was like, yeah, sure. That's great. I get paid and I don't have to perform. That's an amazing, that's Mm -hmm. a great gig. This gig was an Alice in Wonderland themed 12-year-old's birthday party. Okay. I was managing just the performers. There were caterers. There were food trucks. There were like, and this was in a suburb of Melbourne that is known for having very wealthy people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so basically they had... It was a mansion. It was a mansion. Yeah. Um, so we were given the gym. Okay. <laughs> the gym of the house to use as a dressing room. 
So we had we had a, a, a like a prosthetics artist, makeup artists. We had a magician who was the Mad Hatter. We had um, a contortionist who was the Cheshire Cat. We had an actress who was Alice and was just to look confused and have conversations with people. And like all of this was just for, you know, four or five hours. And so we arrived at like eight o'clock in the morning um, and I had to be in charge of like, okay, you get in that chair now, you get your makeup mm-hmm. done. We had like a, uh, a, a, the, the rabbit being like, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. You know, the, the front at the front of the house when yeah. they arrived, they could um, choose to go down the 150 steps that lead to the mansion or go down an inflatable um, slide. Hole. Yeah, a rabbit hole. Oh, like they crazy. had everything. This, this mansion had like gazebos that were like huge tree houses. Yeah. Like they had fashioned them into tree houses in the, it just, like they had, uh, they had actually, so the Mad Hatter mm-hmm. was in a place that was designed like a Mad Hatter's tea party, the fake grass. Yeah. Like it looked like it was, could have been in Taylor Swift music video or something or like something like um, Gwen Stefani. Remember that yeah, yeah, period yeah, yeah, yeah. of time? Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, they actually had high tea. That's the whole thing. Like every, and they had all these things that were edible and were, um, and I managed to get my, um, my friend who I think who listens to this podcast, Emma, um, she had to make a cape for the dad of the birthday girl. And he just was like on a whim. He's like, I want a cape. I want a cape. I want to look like a kooky kind of mad hatter magician type. So she made this cape for him. And like they got his measurements and everything because Emma is an incredible costume designer. You know, the swan dress I have, the Björk mm-hmm, swan dress. Mm-hmm. She made that dress. Okay. Um, like she, she's, she made my she, euphoria she outfit. She knows what she's doing. She, she's a fashion designer. She's got just, yeah, I, I, she, she's, and she's a startup, like she's a girl boss. Like she gets shit done. Um, in many situations, Emma, I hope you're listening to this. In many situations, uh, when I think, oh my God, what am I going to do? I imagine, what would Emma do right now? Um, she, <laughs> she knows how to get shit did. So she made this cape and it had this, uh, it was, to this day, I think about this cape and I wonder if it's just sitting in the back of some rich guy's closet and he forgot it was made because it was made with a material that was, it was a suede on the outside. So it was, a, it was an actual cloak. Okay. Um, on the inside, it had like candy stripes um, and pockets. And each pocket had something in little vials inside it. And I, her and I together put these in, like the cape itself would have cost thousands. of, of and, and, But the suede as well on the outside was the last of its kind in the world like and this was for a 12 year old's birthday party this is the kind of wealth that i was like wow some people have a lot of money i looked up that guy and yeah he's uh, i think he's like the heir to like an oil fortune or something yeah 
I would love to have that much money. Ah, I guess so. I guess so. I think we, uh, an- another one. Yes. Another one. What is a crime that happened in your local area that you think everyone needs to know about? Well, I live in Iceland. <laughs> so, so there's no crime. There's no crime. Well, there was a man shot in the head the other day. Yeah, but they're, they're saying that's underworld related. It is, yes. So it's probably drugs. Yes. Some, was he shot in the head? Yes, just execution oh. style. <gasps> no, wait, like he just answered the door. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there, but yes. No, because the news that I'm seeing out of Iceland, they haven't mentioned that it was shot that he was shot in the head. They haven't mentioned that it was execution style. Well, they have mentioned that it, he was shot in the head. Okay. But I heard today that it was like execution style. Okay. But yeah, it's crazy. I there was like one one thing on Visir or something that uh like a Icelandic guy that has been like the biggest guy in the underworld mm. got out so there's like a like who there's a fight over who is the who is the biggest gang now <laughs> okay all right interesting mm. but there's no like in in no well <laughs> We both know that's not true. No. (laughs) But there's nothing like... We have talked about all of them. Like the guy that Mm. the police shot. I think that's always a very crazy story. The French chicks. The French chicks. In the 90s. Yeah. Have we talked about that on this podcast? Yes. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bietna, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Is a, We talked about that one just a few weeks ago. Yeah. There isn't a lot there in, in a lot. Iceland. And I feel like something that happens every day in other countries mm. is like like the Birna case. I know this happens mm. a lot. Like a girl is kidnapped and murdered. Like it's. But it just doesn't happen in no. Iceland. And no. When it happened, like... It's, yeah, I feel like... I mean, in Paris, girls get, like, abducted in broad daylight while just walking in the street. Yeah. And no one ever sees them again. Like, guys just jump out of a car and take them, and that's it, you know. There was an Icelandic girl that was an au pair in Paris, and she Mm. got kidnapped and was raped and assaulted Mm -hmm. in in the woods. And they left her to die, but she survived. Mm. Mm. And I can't imagine coming back from that. Like, how are you going to live your life? You can't imagine. It's terrible. You would just, you would, you would hope that if there's any positive thing that comes from it, it's that the person who survived it, then has more courage than anyone else in the entire world mm-hmm. and is not scared of things for the rest of their life because they're like, you know what? I've been through the worst. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's what you would hope. But you're right. There isn't there isn't a lot to report in, in Iceland. I guess like for me, there's in Brisbane where I was born. Yeah. There's um, obviously there's the one we've talked about on the podcast. There was the, the little boy who went missing. Yes. And then and then like, what was it like? Eight or ten years later, they finally got his killer, and it was the biggest undercover operation in Australian police history. To finally get him. Um, but there was another one that I'm fascinated by because it just kind of pittered out of the um oh I know why it pittered out as well. Like there was a, a chef mm. and he was married to a trans woman who was Thai. Okay. And he murdered her. And he dismembered the body and was cooking some of it as well. And some of it had been disposed of and the residents had like when basically they found parts of the body, decided to come up to his apartment. Um, He found out that, you know, she had been killed and parts of her were on the stove. Um, And he ran away and killed himself. Yeah. So... For me, it's like, well, I feel sorry for the family because they're never going to know why. Yeah. So that's that's one that, that I have always. And there was also another, there was a thing that happened when I was a child. When I was a child. When I was a child. So where my parents live, and I've, I've, I've Googled, I've searched this, but back then things didn't go online. No. So I think I, it was probably around 94 or 95. So I was in, I was like nine or 10 years old and my parents, where they live, they live across from, you would in Europe say it's like a forest, Okay. but it's basically, it's bush. So it's just like across the road, there's less than, I don't know, 15 meters from their front door is just bushland. You know, there's koalas in there, there's animals in there, there's, you know, all sorts of things. Yes. And there's like next to that is like a we it's like a city council yard where like where they store their trucks and things that they're going to use in paving roads. And like it that's that's across the road. Okay, Next yeah. to the bush um, around this time frame. And this bush is like it's 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 an important part in my family's life because twice when I was a kid, we almost had to evacuate our house because that entire bush was on fire. Uh, Like twice we had to pack bags and just wait to be told by the fire department if we just had to leave. Um, So it's an important bush. Yeah. Um, And uh, when I was about nine or 10, I remember that suddenly one day there were, news vans across the road and police cars because one of the workers had found, he just was putting something away and saw like something that looked strange. And so he jumped over the fence, went over to the bush and found like a baby's dress (gasps) with blood on it. Oh no. Yeah. And for me, apparently... The case was cleared up, okay, but it never went in the papers. 
Okay. It never it never went in the newspaper, like as in why it was cleared up. It was just stated that it was cleared up. It never, like the, everything was huge. And this is kind of like what happens now in the news cycle. Everything was huge for like two weeks. What happened? The police were knocking on doors, asking if anyone had seen anything. Yeah. You know, and then after like two weeks, the whole story just dissipated and I never found out what happened. So if any, if there's any internet sleuths who listen to this, I grew up in Lota, L-O-T-A, in uh, Queensland, Australia. This was, I think it's around 1994, 1995. Um, I shouldn't name my street, should I? No. 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 Um, but it's, it, it, yeah, it, it, there's, there's a bushland in Lota in Australia uh, Queensland and there was a baby's dress found with blood and I've never been able to find out what happened uh, to that. So if anyone is listening to this and they're like, oh, you know what? I'm really, I'm much better at finding this shit. Find out and tell me. And it probably is just, oh yes, it was a girl that fell and she didn't want to tell her mom. It was a baby's dress. Yeah, okay. It was like an infant's outfit. Mm. In my head, I've always had this idea that it was just like, it was in a pile of rubbish that was going to the dump. And the dad of the family um, uh, cut himself and then just grabbed it and wiped himself up. And then it just flew off the truck. (laughs) That's what I think probably happened. And that's probably why it wasn't newsworthy. But... That's it's creepy to find stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. But um, what was the last one? Let me just consult my 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 little uh, your notes. My notes here. My little notes. My little notes. Um. Oh, yeah. When is a moment (laughs) in the future where you'll be able to feel like you've made it? Uh, When I... um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you already have. You're pregnant. You got a house. Yeah. You got a beautiful fiancé. Yeah. You have nice friends. You've got collarbones you could get candy in. (laughs) I've already made it. You've got gorgeous hair, a wonderful family. Do I need to keep going? Yes, please. No. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I have like I am pretty happy with my life. Mm. Mm. Yep. That's good. For me, I I could be happier. Um, (laughs) No, but I I think, I think um, I've been reflecting on this recently and it's, it is difficult to be like, oh, when you've made it, because my own personal opinion on this is that often, especially when, when you work in the arts, you make it. And you don't realize you have because as yes. soon as you achieve something, you don't take the time. And I think that's with everything. 
every single because like i mean i uh, you and i agreed on this at a drunken cabin mm-hmm. years ago it feels um you know you uh, for me uh all i wanted when i was 20 you know 2 years old was to be paid to tell jokes on yes. a stage and be able to pay my rent from that and at, at, at 32 i had that but it wasn't enough <laughs> No, and it wasn't what like, yeah. It didn't. It wasn't like suddenly. Oh my god, I've made it. No, it's just, you know. I think it's just a. It's a progression. You just have to. I think the the thing is in this, and this is a nice little nice little piece of information. I think to go out on, you gotta take the time to appreciate what you've achieved. And pat yourself on the back because if you don't, no one else is fucking going to do it. Yes. No one is going to show up at your door and be like, good job, Jono. No. No one is going to go, you bought a Dyson vacuum cleaner from comedy. (laughs) No. No, you have to tell that to yourself. I bought a Dyson vacuum cleaner from comedy. I don't have it anymore because I sold it to Ian and I hope he's enjoying it. But... Julian, no. 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 I'm glad. I mean, he got that thing. He got that thing way cleaner than I ever did. Oh, <laughs> if, if if he, Ian, I hope he's listening to this. Ian, our friend Ian, Irish Ian, he could, I feel, start a side hustle where he refurbishes or re, uh, you know, does up old things and makes them look nice again and, and could like triple yeah. You know, I feel I feel like after he cleaned my Dyson, I could have got three times that much for it. Like, well, I think you got could have got three times that for it just with trying to sell it. But no, but I'm no, but I'm glad it. I'm it was an important. I'm glad it went to a good home. Yeah, I'm glad. And actually, just so that people know this, I was going to give it to him for free. I know. I was going to give that vacuum to him for free, and he would not let me. <laughs> He was like, you idiot, have some money, you stupid idiot. (laughs) Ian is a very good person. Um, But, but that's besides the point. It's yeah. You got to pat yourself on the back. Yes. And I think you, you got to pat yourself on the back because you're, you got a, you got a wonderful job. You got, yeah, you got clavicles for days. You got, that's that's the medical term for collarbone, <laughs> um, and and you, yeah, and you're pregnant. You're gonna have a baby. I'm gonna have a baby. That's crazy. It Who is would crazy. Trust me with a baby. I would trust you before I trust a lot of other people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I would trust you before I trust me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can take care of the baby. I think I think with children I'm better when they're at an age where you can reason with them but until then I'm not I'm not great. I think I think the solution for me would be to adopt like a 14-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. For- <laughs> a 14-year-old and be like, "You know what? I was you." Um <laughs> 
<laughs> I also hate school. I <laughs> I hate it. School sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would I would like to adopt a fourteen year old who is exactly like me, mm. which is, um, you know how there are kids who just love being kids. Yes. And then there are kids who just wait until they're grown-ups. They're just waiting to stop being a kid. That was me. <laughs> yeah, I loved being a kid. I didn't enjoy being a kid at all. I I didn't like other children. I didn't like other teenagers. I <laughs> the whole my ho- entire childhood was a very long game of patience. Just waiting until I didn't have to be a child anymore because I don't understand all of this and I want to be an adult. <laughs> but it's so much fun to be a child. I I get that now. Yeah. Um but yeah, maybe 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 I just was in a much more ghetto situation in the in the outback with all the snakes trying to kill you all the time. Um oh, snakes. <laughs> but anyway, um I am so happy I don't have to keep this secret anymore about you being pregnant. <laughs> A lot of people are. <laughs> I just it was like, when are you gonna tell everyone? I can't not say it anymore. It's re- because also every time we've recorded since then, yes, I have had to be careful about what I say. Like when you you know you're like, oh, I'm tired. I've been wanting to go. Is it because you're pregnant? But. <laughs> It's like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh. weird. Oh, f- mm-hmm. How strange. Uh, <laughs> Wonder what it is. <laughs> Wonder what it is. But it has been a pleasure. Yes, um, oh, been. oh, and maybe our next episode, we're going to finally watch. Yes. Titanic, Titanic 2. Yes. I say Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. Titanic. Titanic. Um. <laughs> That's what it's called. Do you know? Do you know? Whenever something is interesting, and Nathan says something, and I instead of going, I instead of saying, "Oh, that's interesting," I always go, "Interessant," <laughs> which is what you say. And he's like, "Shut up." That's what Emily says. And I go, I know. <laughs> because it's great. Interessante. Interessante. But we're going to watch Titanic 2. Titanic. And Titanic. Uh, until next time, I just hope everyone out there is having coping as much as they can. Get your vaccination if you can get it. Yes, uh, my mom has got both shots. Oh, good for her. Um, you can't get it because you're pregnant. No. Well, I can, but I don't really want to. No, it's a good idea. But we don't need to go into vac- vaccine. No. Oh, I can see your boobs now. They are bigger. Um. <laughs> They're huge. Huge. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we don't need to go into vaccine stuff right no. now. It's been a wonderful non-corona episode. It has been. Uh, thanks for listening to Not In Front Of My Salad. Follow us on all the socials. All the socials. And until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Everybody wants to be somebody. I'm somebody. Are you somebody? Not everybody can be somebody. Well, I'm somebody and you are nobody. Nobody! <laughs> You're just a Reiki salad. I'm from Reykjavik, Iceland, the best country in the world. And I'm a rockakitur, you lousy backpacker. Thank you. 